everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. reputation come from? What is your reputation? Does it even matter? Oh my God, of course it does, right? Your reputation is formed out of your character. That is where your reputation comes from. To say it simple, reputation is what other people think about you. But you know what matters more? Your character. Your character is who you are. I always encourage people to not worry so much about your reputation, but worry about your character. Focus on your character because that is where everything comes from. In fact, if you take care of your character, reputation will take care of itself. And you don't even need to concern yourself with reputation. Have you ever seen someone that spends 20 years of their life building a good reputation, and then they do one thing, and in five minutes it's completely destroyed? Have you ever seen that? I've seen that. The person that lives like this does not have peace of mind, because my gosh, could you imagine living a life where you're concerned about reputation, but you don't take care of your character, you are living a split life. Character is who you are. Be concerned about that. You can forget about reputation. Peace of mind is one of the most important things that you'll ever have in your life, period, because you're never gonna get away from it. You live inside your head every day. I say it all the time. We all live together, but we're all alone in our own heads. And your peace of mind matters the most. This is why your character matters more than reputation. When you think about it, your reputation is also directly connected to the people you hang out with. Like attracts like, but where there's light, there's bugs. You ever hear that saying? Like attracts like, but where there's light, there's bugs. Birds of a feather flock together. I've never seen deer and bear hanging out. When is the last time you saw a turkey hanging out with an eagle? Zig Ziglar puts it like this. If you want to fly with the eagles, you cannot scratch with the turkeys. So who you hang out with is going to have a large impact of who you become. I think the saying goes like this. You cannot have a clean reputation while hanging out with messy people. Who are you hanging out with? Because they're impacting you. They're impacting your character. And our reputation always precedes us in every single way, every situation, all the time. It's always out in front of you which is basically built off of your character. Here's a real life example. Someone that wanted to work at the winery, real stuff here guys, real deal. Someone wanted to work at the winery. They send me their resume, they talk about their previous jobs, things like that. And all of a sudden I figure out that someone that works at the winery used to work with this person. And I said to them, I go, hey, if you were me, would you hire them? And they go, no, oh my gosh. They were never on time. They always called off. In fact, I was scheduled to work with them constantly, but I never really did because they never really showed up. And just like that, that person's reputation preceded them with their coworker and blocked them from getting the next job opportunity. You see how it works? So it's not just the bosses and the managers and the leaders that you should be putting your best foot forward. It's your coworkers. It's your teammates. Because these people, these people could one day say yes or no to your next opportunity. So there it is, to all the young people in the world, know that the person that you're working with may be your next career move. 
God, perform well, do well with them. Talking about young people, all young people should be aware that your Facebook page is being looked at by your prospective employer, period. Just know that. Know it today, know it tomorrow. So be careful what you're putting out there. So let's make this commitment today that every job that we do, it has our signature all over it, all over it. Don't do a job unless you do it spectacular because your reputation's on the line here and your character is what's causing the reputation. Every job we do is an indicator of the quality of the person we are. It speaks to our character. I know this when it comes to character. There is nothing relative about character. To be honest, commitment to excellence, follow through, being on time, staying humble, staying kind. After all, nobody really wants people that are relative. No one wants someone that's relatively honest, relatively dedicated, relatively faithful. When it comes to character, you are in or you are out. Choose to be in every moment of your life. Always choose it. Imagine, imagine, people talk about relative stuff in this world. It drives me nuts. Nobody would hire a relatively honest accountant. No one would ever want to be married to someone that's relatively faithful. We are in or are we out? Do we have character? The difference between a successful person and others, it's not in lack of strength. It's not in lack of knowledge, but rather it's in the lack of will. Character is just another word for having a perfectly disciplined and educated will. Winners never quit and quitters will never win, period. The character of you begins with your thoughts. Here's Vince Lombardi one more time. Watch your thoughts. They become your beliefs. Watch your beliefs. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. And man, watch your actions because they become your habits. Watch your habits because they become your character. Guys, I love y'all. Let's stay focused on who, are, who we are in the, to the core, our character, and reputation will take care of itself. going so before we jump into this i want to make um a statement here so uh as you all know i and you know too randy i agree with about probably about like 99.8 percent of what you say that's awesome so which i guess is a good thing right yeah absolutely 0.2 percent might be the analogy of the apology which i'm still working on (laughs) you remember the saying like attracts like (laughs) exactly (laughs) i'm still working on it but outside of that point too um, no, so I, I was actually sitting down, we were talking to a couple of people outside about it that listen to the podcast and they love it. Um, and they brought up the whole like for like thing. And I was like, you know what? I, I it's a good thing that we have like for like, but I need to start challenging you Absolutely. on things. So from this point, moving forward on the episodes, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to try to tackle the questions or just tackle Absolutely. the speech from let's, a, from like from a devil's advocate. Let's push back. So um, your character is your reputation. That's big. Like Absolutely. that is big, right? Reputation always comes from a person's character. I think right? I do think that's a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I take that deep breath for a reason, right? So mm-hmm. growing up, you're taught to give second chances and you're taught to, you know, the benefit of the doubt, right? Sure. So obviously 
like let's let's just use the winery story for example. You had that the person come in, they asked for a job. You asked a coworker, they said, "Yeah, I wouldn't because of this, that, and the other thing." How do you make the decision then to go? All right, based on my current coworker, based on this person, they're not a good fit for the job. Do mm-hmm. I simply take their word for it, or do I just address the problem to this worker, explain this is what it is? Can we move forward or not? Like, when do you give maybe a second chance? Is there mm-hmm. ever the option for a second chance? Or is this Absolutely. because you rely heavily on, you know, the referrals of others or other people's work? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say? I'm a big believer in that everyone deserves a second chance, a third chance, a fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, a millionth chances. Because in the end, I believe all people are good. People have had lived through things that I can't imagine, you can't imagine, and we are who we are because we've lived through throughout our life. So if I meet someone and they're they're not they're not basically the person that I need them to be in the role that they're in, I need to look at them and go, all right, what's your skill set? What's your mindset? What what is your abilities? And how can I use your strengths to basically add value to the world through Blue Ridge? So I do it all the time. I mean, Connor said it to me the other day. He goes, Randy. How many times do you try to retrofit someone to a new role? I go, always. I don't want to give up on them. So I might bring someone in and they're in a role. It's just not quite working. And I go, all right, let's, what, what are they good at? And let's, let's, let's retrofit it. But we're kind of getting away from, from character and reputation here a little bit. Because in the end, if someone is, is unethical, immoral, I can't trust them, then I can't work with them. It, it all starts there. So at the winery... I basically tell people, I hire people based upon their ethics and morals because I cannot change the core of the person. I can teach any skill set in the world. I can teach you how to pour wine. I can teach you, how, teach you how to make wine, how to trim grapes, how to take care for the land, but I cannot change your work ethic. So when people come into the winery, I try to choose people that they have internal discipline, right? They have it inside of them. I don't need to try to instill it. They got it from their family. And a lot of times I will go to the parents of the people I hire. A lot of times there's young people and I go, thank you. Thank you for training your child to be a successful person because I'm benefiting because of the work that you did. And those parents are beaming, but it's true. I go, guess what? You're making me more successful because you trained your child to live a successful life and actually add value to the world. So, and when it comes to character and reputation, I think of the two words, uh, vocation and career. It's the same type of thing here. So people are searching for a career in life. A career is it, the original wording of a career is like a Latin word. And the, me, the, the meaning is horses running in an endless circle in a racetrack, never getting anywhere. So do we really want that? No, we don't want to live our life. Where we're just running in an endless circle and never getting anywhere. We want to live a life. Where we have a vocation. Vocation comes from the Latin word vacari. It means inscribed and written all over you. You can't get away from it. So I tell people, what is written all over you in this life and pursue that because that's where you should be. That's your strength zone. This is, this is where you can take the character that you are and build it in your vocation. So do people get second chances? Oh my gosh, everyone's going to mess up. I'm going to mess up. You're going to mess up. We're all going to mess up. Mess ups do, do not mean that you're failing. It means that you're trying. So if someone were to steal from me, blatantly lie to me, then yet I would say, no, I, the trust is the glue that's holding us together. So if there's no trust, there's no glue, it's going to crumble anyway. I might as well just face it right today and move on. Speed matters. And especially in business, speed matters. The world is changing at a rapid pace. If I don't keep up with the pace of change in the business, the business is going out of business. And there it is. So 
when it comes to second chances, I will give people a zillion chances as long as they are trying and they're failing and they're trying again. And I can trust that they have, they have the best interests of them, of the business, of the world, of their neighbors, their family. They're not, they're not trying to take shortcuts when they shouldn't, you know, the best way in life is the long way. It's not the shortcuts. And that's where a lot of the, you know, personal accountability and responsibility come into play then. Absolutely. Right. Like the second chance comes along. If we were having a conversation, it's like, listen, so-and-so said that you show up to work late, this, that, and the other thing. And then it's on that person to then go, yeah, you're right. I a hundred percent, like, it's not because I choose to do so. This might've happened. This might've happened. And of course, when push comes to shove, this is the ultimate, like mm -hmm. the ultimate result. Like mm -hmm. I'm striving to do better. Mm -hmm. Right. So. I guess that kind of leads more into like, actually, I wrote down a couple of questions while you were talking. I love that. Um, and a lot of it's because reputation's hard to build. It really is, right? Like across the board. And I mean that in like reputation, I think starts at a younger age than most people believe, like most people think. And True. of course, as time comes along, like things adjust. But a lot of times we're faced with, you know, past problems in the future, which, it, you know, in simpler terms sucks because, you know, what happened, let's say 15, 16 years ago, somehow people hold, whether it's a grudge or people hold some sort of mm -hmm. animosity towards you because of what happened. How do you leverage your reputation then? Mm -hmm. So this, we're back to the analogy of the apology. Mm. Oh, this is what it is because you're right. You, you, a lot of people when they're younger, they'll live a life that doesn't align with what they want later in life. They just, it just doesn't. And then, but, but people have these snapshots of you, of who you are and what you're all about. And they have these these uh, pre, pre, these notions, preconceived ideas of who this person is and how they acted when I knew him in high school. And now you see them 15 years later. Well, guess what? You haven't seen them for 15 years. You think they're the same person. So we we're talking about your reputation of how how is your reputation haunting you if you've acted in a way and done things in a way that is that is not of your character of who you want to be in your life. We've all done that. I've done that. You've done it. I've done things in my life that I, I wish I never did. And that the way I, the way you can overcome this is you just speak it to the world. Say, guys, I am so sorry that I acted like this. That was so out of my character. I don't even know what I was thinking. You must have thought I was so goofy. I cannot believe that. I, I'm going to work the rest of my life to overcome that. And just like that, it vanishes. Most everything in life that's negative and ugly and something that could hurt you and haunt you, if you speak to it, poof, it's gone. People ask me all the time, they go, Randy, I have a problem where I, I've, I've been fighting with this person and I don't, I, I'm so angry with them. I go, just, just say that to them. Just say, I'm so angry with you. I'm so upset. And then go, but I, I need to get this out of me and talk to you about it. Cause, cause I, I don't want you, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be carrying you with me. So what can I do to make this better? Do I owe you an apology? Do you owe me an apology? I don't know. Let's let's talk it out. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, if you had things in the past that happened that was not good, that is you think is hurting your future reputation, I would just speak to it. Say, man, the person I was, if, if I could speak to myself today of who I was then, oh my God, I'd be going, dude, what are you thinking, man? And all everyone around you go, this guy got perspective. He can see it. Because if you say it, if you say the words they're thinking, you've undone the whole thing. Yeah, I was going to say, right? That's like it. You're just you're addressing the elephant in the room before exactly. it actually having to be addressed. Unravel it. Hmm. Brand new perspective. Yeah, it is. Because it's, a, right, I sit here saying, I want to try to challenge you, but it's so true because I agree with you because it's, you see it happen, like, in even in my life, like, day to day, right? Like, maybe back in the day, I wasn't the greatest person, but I've totally adjusted, right? Like, I've just completely adjusted. I adapted. So it's like, that's why I asked that question. Like, how do you even address that change? Like, 
how it's like, dude, I was 16. You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. things like that where it's like, I don't, I can't even believe this is a conversation we're having now as me as a 28 year old. Like, awesome. you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. just like, I can't even like something that happened how many years ago somehow holds weight on today, which is like a weird dynamic to where it's like, all right, well, I have two choices. A, it's not going to define me, but mm -hmm. how do I adapt out of it? Or B, do I just wipe my hands, walk away, rid myself of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning, no, that's never the solution. Like just nip it in the bud. Like, yep, it might've happened how long ago, but whatever I did or whatever you might've done to that person, however long ago, stuck with them this long for them to obviously have some sort of built up animosity, resentment towards you. Mm -hmm. So. Everything counts. Yeah. Isn't that the saying? Everything counts. And you know, it's, it's that sentence that we did with Maya Angelou a couple, couple talks back where it goes, people, people will forget the words you said. They're going to forget how you acted, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's speaking to the, your reputation. Like, how did, how did you make them feel? And, you know, someone said it to me. They go, you know, um, whenever I leave a room, I try to leave the room more positive than I entered it. And there it is. Because that's how people are. That's, that, is, that is what people think of you. Yeah, you've told me that before too. Like really? you, like you want it. Like every time you, that's why you're so like enthusiastic walking mm -hmm. around. People say hi, like um, you want them to feel like, oh, if this is my first and only impression, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be like, yo, that guy is somebody I want to have around. Mm -hmm. I'm um, with you. So leads me to another question. Sure. And I know the answer to this, but just for people listening. What do you got? What develops your character, which ultimately builds your reputation? Wow. What develops character? Wow, man, what doesn't develop character? <laughs> That's the better question. What doesn't? Because when you, when you first said that, I thought what built, what creates your character is the hard times. It's the challenges of life. It's the pursuit of greatness because no one's going to reach it. It's, it's, it's trying to do something and failing and then doing it again. And now you can do it and you're building your character. I remember I worked on a railroad when I was a young kid pulling spikes and we used to joke, I mean, pull, we'd be pulling spikes for 10 hours straight. You're so exhausted. You could barely pick up your spike bar. And we were out in the railroad and this, and we were ski racing friends, right? I remember saying to Scott Yoder, I'm like, dude, I'm just building character up here, man. <laughs> I'm just building character. That's all I'm doing. And then my mom used to say that to me. She go, Randy, just keep building your character. Just keep going. You know, when, when life is getting very challenging, that's when the test is hitting. You know, this, this is very transparent in leadership. Every leader in every organization is hired for the hard times. When it hits the fan, when it's like, when the challenge is presented, it's not the day-to-day -day things. And a lot of leaders don't even understand that today. They think they're there for the day-to-day -day stuff. No, you're there when the, when, it, when the nightmares are happening. That's when you need to step it up. That's why, that's why leaders are there. And the same with building a character. You want to build a character? When things get hard, step up and say, I can handle this. Even if, even if in your mind you're screaming out of fear going, oh my gosh, just keep pushing through. But character gets built out of the heart from the hard times of life. It, I'm convinced of that. I'm like grit, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. The word grit, the word character, perseverance, dedication, follow through, commitment, pride. I mean, all those words tie into character. Yeah. What would you suggest for someone that, um, I gotta be careful how to word this. So, you know, and I know we talked about it on previous episodes where somebody might not have had the best upbringing, right? Well, you're a perfect example of it, right? Like your mom, you and your mom, perfect. But like in regards from like, um, so having that, you know what I mean? Like sure. that security or whatever it would so have here been. It is. If, so, if someone's listening to this and they're, they're going, wow, I'm struggling with character. 
Character comes down to one simple rule. It's this is so simple. Everything in life. If you do this, you will be of character. If you don't, you won't. Always tell the truth. It's just that simple. No matter what it is. It might be how you feel. It might be something you did, something you intend to do, something that you, that you, of, of the past, just tell the truth. When you tell the truth all the time, you're a person of character. When you don't, you're not. And that's it. And a lot of times, you know, in life, you know, we, we, our life, my God, I mean, how intertwined is life? Everything is intertwined. I can't be who I am unless you are who you are. You can't be who you are until I am what I am. I mean, think about how our life is intertwined, Ralph. I mean, without without us coming together, this, this room wouldn't exist. These podcasts wouldn't exist. Weekly updates wouldn't exist. There's so much in life that wouldn't exist. The people would not be hearing these words today unless we came together. And in order for us to come together and work together, we must always be honest, tell the truth, speak our minds, say the way it is. And we're of character. I trust you. You trust me. It's that simple. Isn't life, life is so simple. If, if you know someone that lies, cheats, scams, they're, they're not a person of character. It's just that simple. And no, nobody ever wants to surround themselves with people that are not of character because we're back to the peace of mind concept. Your peace of mind matters more than anything. So surround yourself with people that you trust, people that tell the truth, people of character. It's that simple. God, life is easy. Yeah. It's right? like the best part about telling the truth too. You don't have to like remember anything you remember anything yeah exactly. it's just there like right. it's like I, nothing else is gonna right. change That's what my mommy said all the time ralph yeah tell the truth you don't have to remember anything then yeah it really no. is yeah. it's so true yeah and then and i go back to the book the last lecture randy pausch he goes you know the guy's writing a book he's dying he knew he was gonna die within six months writes a book he goes to my three children i had th if i give if i had three words of advice it would be tell the truth if i had three more it would be all the time i love that because that, that's what it comes down to. Everything. Your reputation is based upon you telling the truth. And yeah. that's it. So if you, if you think, well, I struggle with my character, reputation, just go, am I always telling the truth to everybody around me? And if not, there's, there's the root of the problem. It's just that simple. Yeah, I people underestimate truth. Like... They really like there is a lot of peace of mind involved when you don't have the like you don't have to worry about you mm -hmm. know overstepping or like double backing on yourself not knowing you know yep. like just knowing that security of like yep like this is truly what happened like yep. I don't have to worry about anything else absolutely and in Blue Ridge I can tell you there's I've said already I go guys we're we're gonna go in a direction because we're gonna move quickly here but if I'm wrong we're gonna change direction right away. So like you might say something that I think is true today about the reality of the situation. And then a month from now, you go, oh my God, I was so wrong. Let's change course, change course. That's not lying. That's not me. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's not saying, that's not a lie. That's basically Personal saying, accountability. exactly saying, nope, I was wrong. Let's go in a different direction. But sometimes people go, no, I'm going to, we're going to go in this direction because that's, that's it. And, I'm, and I, I can't get out of my way of myself. My gosh, you know, like be be humble enough to say, look, I can be wrong. We all can be wrong. If I, if I'm right, at least maybe 15% of the time, I'm doing good of, of all this, all the business decisions. 15%. In I feel like range, that might be low. No, I don't know. 15%. I've made a lot of decisions that we have to change course. Ask anyone in Blue Ridge. I believe we go it. in a direction. I'm like, nope, didn't work. I buy things all the time that we just never use. Thought it was the right decision in that moment. Hmm. Best investment ever was that tent. I'll tell you what. Yeah, the big tent, right? I yeah. love that thing. The rule, the world is ruled by tails. I'm going to go off a t on, a, on a tangent here, but the psychology of money. Yep, yeah, exactly. Psychology of money ruled by tails. I mean, think about the world would be without Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, you know, Warren Buffett. These are anomaly outliers, but those are the guys that made the world change. You know, read Malcolm Gladwell's book called Outliers. 
I mean, it's one of the best books out there. Yeah, and, and it's great. You said like in regards to the psychology of money, um, the whole thing of like Warren Buffett, how, what has he said in his lifetime? He's done like 500, 600 like company investments and only 10 of them are the reason why he's got to where yep. he is today. So true. So it's that idea of like, just like out of 600, like I don't even know the percent, it's less than 10. You know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's such an insane statistic, yep. but like because of those chances and because of those risks, like yep. Yep. the gains are potentially massive. Yep. So, you know, um, there's two guys, Sean, Sean Acor is a professor at Harvard. He teaches positive psychology. And then we, you talk about the psychology of money, right? That book. And then we can talk about Malcolm Gladwell's outliers. All the premise of those books is that the outliers are, are is what's changing the world. There's that one dot. And there's a great sentence in Sean Acor's book. He goes, he goes, normally in science, you got a perfect bell curve. And there's these couple dots like way off the way off the chart. He goes, and that's okay, because in my world, I can just erase them because they were they were an outlier. He goes, but I get excited about the outliers because that's why I get up every morning, because I want to know what caused that person to be so far off the chart. Hmm. And we in life should be the outlier to be the outlier. Tell the truth every day for the rest of your life and you will become the biggest outlier there is. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Love it. Boom. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, boss. Love you, Ralph.